Loud and Proud Champods, brought to you by Ardy Credit Union, Smiths of Drogheda, Lally's Electrical and Playerfit. Episode 251 of the Loud and Proud Podcast and I'm throwing away my calculator after this weekend, hopefully for another while, yeah, because yeah, I'm done with it. But I have all that and a whole lot more, but first, Oasis. Yeah, the sun, the heat, the rain and the calculator. That was the story of the weekend where we have the senior groups all tidied up. We have three out of four of the um, junior semi-finals. I have power rankings on the intermediate to come up this week along with your Red Star. So sign up, patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. It'd be great to have you on board, especially as it's just ripe this time of season as well. And it's just hotting up with loads of power rankings to come. Draws tomorrow night, maybe instant reaction from that cootie Brides game as well, see how that goes, how that fares. Just a do or die battle. But yeah, we have the bars, the plunkets and the tones through in the in the semi-finals. And the Knicks and the Glide will face off this Friday in a replay. Replay playoff, I don't know what you'd call it. Bridge of Peace, I don't know. Because only for the Knicks offering the Glide the replay would have held up the whole entire championship for a good few weeks. So they've decided, they, they had a case, they won their, won their case, it was proved correct or what have you and then it was it was I suppose the, the Olive Branch was accepted by Glide but look at the Knicks could have held the whole thing up if they went to DRA and objections to GA accounts would have taken weeks um, Glide came and accepted the replay of the offer gladly I'd say and then they, they face off on Friday night. Now, that's going to be a great game. That's going to be real kind of sort of uh, interest in that game. You'll have a relegation semi-finals in, on Friday night and Saturday night. And then a massive uh, Sunday of intermediate quarter-finals. All four on the Sunday. Um, I don't know why. I'll get into that more in the power rankings. Um, I do not know why. Um, but, yeah. So it just means Lanier wait for those two teams, and that that'll be kind of a that'll be tough or awkward for Nicky Malone to manage that. How he goes about keeping his lads fresh, did he play challenge matches, did he play games, did he wait to just study the team that they're going to play next? Um, what way does that work out? It's it's awkward, it's awkward, and it's funny um, the way it all came out. But it could have been a lot more awkward if. There, if there wasn't this 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 playoff sort of juncture on the Friday night, imagine holding up the entire championship. I think the semi-finals are supposed to be this weekend, unless they're going to squeeze them in between and then have a, a week's break before the final, which is fixed for the first of October. I'd have to fully find out about that. Um, but yeah, like the bars, just were excellent. They just just put away. Just put away the Mitchells, who were wasteful early on. Jake Gillespie probably has the best chance. James Clark could have laid um, someone in for a goal. I can't think now. Don't be notes in front of me for a goal. But they missed those opportunities. And then Jack Regan's goals, either side of half time, uh, just kind of put the thing to bed in the second half. They just kind of took over. Connor Osborne and Josh Crosby finishing off nice moves. And John Gallagher finished with 2-4 to his name. Like... 
just plays at that high a level that you take it for granted um, of the tally. But it wasn't going to be enough, nowhere near enough. Finbars have so much on them. And there's a sort of players, you can see it, they're like, they're rubbing their hands, they're like, we have a championship here that we could win. They are very, they were high in my um, rankings. Um, they're fairly high, they're still high. And they also, another team that made it to the rankings, had them in around there, was the Plunkets. And they have secured a win over Cahill and Gales. Robert Brodigan coming in at halftime changes that game. Massive impact. Um, has a role. He's a doctor in the in the, in the West in Mayo in the West, and he travels over. It's just in time for the start of the second half. Gets in, makes that difference, turns it around because it was close. I did think it was going to be close. Um, like the Mitchell, or the the Punkers did struggle to score from play, but forty two minutes the Cahill and Gales went without scoring in that match, and that was just the difference. You know, just the Plunkett's power and then the bit of a lift around the middle of the field, bit of energy, bit of size, bit of a platform for play. Just was enough for the Plunkett's to power on. They'll take confidence in that. Another team will take confidence in the win is the Tones. They were all action. They were slick. They played, put nice moves together. But that ju- just the contrast in styles, just pure entertainment. It's a thriller right to the end, like I said in the live report. The fact that the Tones were knitting it together, playing nice football, hitting higher scores, um, way more scores, but just the high balls in, the craft and Daisy McElroy just scores one, sets up one for Darren Clark. And it looked like, in, on, it was, the game was on a knife phase, but it looked like the Mals were going to sneak it. Colly Rooney gets a goal to start the second half, but then the Tones just up at the gear. Just really good scores, really good points, really good flurry. And a bit of strength off the bench as well. Owen Brennan and Joe, Joe Comiskey comes off the bench and kind of just gets them over the line. That's what you need off, the, off your bench. Bit of impact like that. And even the likes of Sam Kelly didn't even come in and Connor uh, couldn't only come on as well. <coughs> so it was just, yeah, it was that sort of way for the tone. No, it's not, it's not Connor Hudden. Chris Cudden. Chris Cotton came off the bench as well. So Tones, they're there and they're going to be very pesky. Especially if they, if they pick up the Plunkets. Like, you know, there's that instant rivalry there. Uh, being in draw, there, but there's, there's crossover between Tones and Plunkets players. Uh, and then maybe the Bars as well. Like, no team would want to get the Tones. They were in the semi-final last year. The Bars are second successive semi-final as well. Um, the Plunkets team came there. So it's, yeah, it's all going to be... Hinge on how Lan Lear fair in that game between either the Knicks or Glide. Like this couple of weeks could be really beneficial for Glide. The Knicks are missing players. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'll have a preview on that as well. But yeah, so should be a good game. Actually, I'll, I'll give you the preview now. I think the Glide will win that game on Friday. I think uh, they just have a little bit too much for the Knicks. The Knicks probably thought the season was over, which it was over, and then it wasn't over. So they go back and convince management QB Downey to to stay on and play on and train on. They're missing two players through through suspension from the from the end of that Anna Minnan Club group match. Glide will have been training consecutively through this homegrown lads over them. Um, Couple more weeks with Nile Sharky home in amongst the group it's going to be massive. They were in the final last season. They have that maybe that lifeline now, and the reward is to face Lan Lear for a place in the semi final. So yeah, I just feel I just feel Lyle will have too much of them. 
in that. And just sticking on the the junior kind of wrap up, Conor Early performed was absolutely excellent for Nafina in their loss and to the Vincents. Vincents go on to the quarter finals, Nafina out into the senior final last year. So they were despite Connor's excellent display and a point in the two games, previous group games, the Nafina do not go through. Right, uh, any other business? Uh, Marty Clark is back playing for Enrique and Down. Who's over that team? Colin Kelly. They're in the quarterfinals. They made their way to the intermediate quarterfinals and down. That draw is on Monday night as well. Along with the senior draw, which will see the Dreadnoughts, RD, the Pats and the Jocks, all top seeds. Fascinating, right? Then you have the Jairs, the Joes and the Mocks in second place. And then Cooley and the Brides waiting for tomorrow. The Blues and the Gales will repeat the 2017 Loud Senior Final. Remember that rainy day that was called off? And the Gales came out then and tried to stop it. Ross Nally was just too, too good. They, they, they're they placing off in a relegation semi-final playoff. And um, the Feckins will, will play the losers of Cooley and the Brides. Look, it's, it's you know what? It's a bloody annoying weekend with the calculator business, to be honest with you. Especially the way the, the day started with the Joes and the Pats. Like the Joes and Pats didn't really go steal on steel, didn't go for it. Like the Joes could have went out and beaten the Pats. They didn't, they played this measure. The Pats could have went out and hammered the Joes if they, if they weren't going to hammer them. But it, neither team played to their potential. The constant five point marriage was in the back of the heads all the time. Um, the Blues. Obviously, suffered probably the only winner because they didn't have to go to the game or endure the game. But it was just a case of an early goal for Jack Murphy that sets the tone. The Joes come back and play themselves in within the margin, within the deficit. Um, and then just to get over the line, the Daniel Collin nearly ruins the whole the whole agreement with a, with a late goal chance. But the Pats get over the line, they top the group. But like something has to be done, it was just. Uh, it was just a little bit bombastic. It was a bit like, uh, this is like not football. This is, obviously, like I was saying, a calculator at the outside of the thing, looking in, constant looking. And that wasn't even as bad as the Mokta's Gales game, where it was an actual real-life game of football going ahead in front of you and you're me- measuring the mar- margins all the time. Oh, how can they get back in? And I know there was a bit of excitement in the chase, but still, like... When uh, who was it? David Lennon gets that fourteen point margin, two fourteen to six. You thought that's it, job is done. But then to credit to the Gales, they hit two two in the final um, probably eight minutes. The scupper, the Moctis chances, and yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a kick in the stones for the Moctis because now like now like oh the draws tomorrow Monday night whenever you listen to this podcast and like they could face RD. Again, remember that semi-final Hagerstown? Play the Pats, there's such history with the Pats this past couple of seasons. They can play the Dreadnoughts. Like, that is... Oh, well, especially when it was in your grasp and that was the whole idea of winning it. And the Jocks now, they can face the Joes, the Jairs, or Cooley and the Brides. Maybe the Brides, Declan McCoy faced his old team. The Joes had fancy the chances to Jairs. I'll tell you what... Just I move swiftly on from that mock this game where um, Conor Garland gets a goal and then Craig Lennon gets a goal in in, in the two goals for the Moctis. But Maloney gets a, probably the goal of the weekend. Lovely ball in for Sean McCann. 
and Maloney reads Liam Killen coming out and just palms the ball over his head. Class, class goal. Really, really intuitive way to finish. And uh, Liam O'Connor punches the ball into the net as well. But yeah, it was that. That was the way it finished out, and the mocks kind of they they don't feel satisfied either coming through the group. And, and considering they didn't get out of the group last year, like you know, it's funny they just are setting the standards. The mock this season, the league, the league champions. And then I talk about the Geraldines, and I think I picked six out of the eight teams to go through. I, don't, I think I had the, I think I had the Feckins instead of the Dreadnoughts, who surprised everyone. And then obviously the Joes, I had the Blues ahead of the Joes because of the league form. But it just shows how much of a championship team the Joes are. But regardless of that, the, how the Jairs got there, how the Feckins went out, the Feckins just, they, they seemed to go out again with a whimper. You know, they were kind of flat against uh, the, Feck, uh, the Dreadnoughts the week before. And then just today, the Jairs had the measure of them. Just kept them at arm's length, kept like they could have had four goal chances they left the door ajar but they were still very measured despite losing Paul Smith Lucky Smith um, with a massive eye in, like not an injury just a bang in his eye all swollen up but they, they managed it quite well 14 to 1 eight. the draw would have done them so they kind of had three or four point kind of advantage there still conscious of that but still it wasn't that do or die excitement game where both sides are really going at it there's that um, real measured, pragmatic approach from Geraldine's, and they were good. They're full value. Garrett Nisi, excellent around the field. Um, Michael Rogers, all coming to the fore. Shane O'Hanlon returns into the team with Jim McEnany missing out and Smith missing out in the second half. They just seem to have a, they have a way, they have a look about them. They're going to be really tricky opponents in the semi final. They're, they're slick, like to play nice moves, nice hand passing moves. And the Feckins, even though Bev, they were playing with a bit more energy, Bevan gets a goal, again, they're only two points down at half time against the wind. They just never, never just built up a steam, built up a platform, built up that sustained pressure to get themselves over the line. Now they're in a relegation playoff with, like, if it's Cooley, that's a repeated 2021 intermediate final. And then the, if it's the Brides, that's the 2021 champions and the 2022 intermediate, 2020 <laughs> intermediate champions. And it's even a that kind of playoff in the lower half of Division One B this season as well. So that's that's an awkward predicament for the Feckins, you know, because at the other side you have the Gales and the Blues there as well. So it's not where they wanted to be, and it's yeah, it's a, I'd say it's a tough loss. But the Jairs, they definitely have, they have something about them. Uh, if they keep all the team on board on on the on the grass they'll, they'll, they'll be a very awkward matchup so that's why the draw tomorrow night or Monday night whenever you listen to this podcast it's going to be so interesting um, I'll have the Red Stars on Tuesday keep sending them in um, if you have any nominations do let me know but uh, yeah something has to be done with the calculators because I want to throw it away I am done with it I hope you are done with it too but that's it now for 12 months anyway but there'll be no more calculating or debating it'll be all do or die from this championship and that's where your championship really begins that's where there was blood and thunder in those uh, intermediate, uh, junior semi-finals quarter-finals as well but that's it that's everything thanks very much for listening thanks to Lally's Electrical Player Fit RD Credit Union and Smiths of Drogheda thanks for all the well wishes as well really appreciate it and yeah roll on next weekend roll on the IFC Power Rankings roll on a couple of interviews this week as well and uh, yeah Bring it on. Can't wait. More championship action. 
with a little bit more excitement on the power rankings during the week, get a bit more abuse. Most likely during your one power rankings. I annoyed a lot of people for some reason. And listen, the algorithm doesn't lie. Good luck, bye bye, thanks for listening to episode 251 of the Loud and Proud Champions. Loud and Proud Champions brought to you by Ardy Credit Union, Smiths of Drogheda, Lally's Electrical and Player Fit.